I just think right now, women, especially in business, this is the year of women. I just know that. Life begins at 150 grand a year. Life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it. When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it. You and I, when we publish a book, we can go toe-to-toe with any of the New York trade publishers, any of the big-time authors, and we get to compete in that marketplace and then let the market decide whether our stuff is good. People forget sometimes as an entrepreneur, the whole damn point of entrepreneurship is to make money. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss. Heather Havenwood. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded. I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity. But this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago. And now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com. And let me help you double your income and triple your time off. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Heather Havenwood, The Win. And I am super excited about this particular interview. So guys, listen up. I've been an email marketer for as long as I remember. I don't remember. 2004 or five. I've been doing email marketing for a long, long time. And I met Peter. We did a meet and greet before we had this call. Then I got to meet him when I was in California for traveling. And he revolutionized my view of these things called chat bots. Now I was, I was, uh, first exposed to chat bots in February when I went to traffic and conversion summit with dice in 2017 or 2017. Um, and, but the, it was like not really, people weren't getting that. But when I'm sitting down and having sushi with Peter and his wife and I, he says to me, I hate email and I'm going to revolutionize email with chatbots. I'm like, I love you. So <laughs> I really want you guys to listen in. If you are any kind of, not even in a marketer, you're a business owner on any level, chiropractor, dentist, or you are hard, you know, what I call a hardcore marketer on a level owned a supplement company. You really want to listen up because this is the future. This is truly the future of conversation with customers, potential customers, prospects and whatnot. Right. So listen up. So I'm going to introduce you to who Peter is. Peter is the founding partner of the third way technologies and chatbot nation. Lewinsky. Did I to call you that by your last name? Like, yo, like your last name, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. It's a, it's How a do you say it? You say your last it's name. It's Lasowski, but you can call me Lewinsky. I've been called that before on the, yeah, but, actually, but, uh, but we, we all so. know like, <laughs> only one Lewinsky. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not going to go there. Yeah. I'm not calling call you Peter. All right. So yeah, Peter sure. helps companies to deploy chatbots for lead sales, e-commerce, customer service, and runs a business incubator and hangs out with really cool people like me, a neuroscientist, and has written a line of code or two and a product of his life. And um, <laughs> I, I added that. I added that part into the 
the bio that you hang out with people like me, by the way. Yes. Well, and I do now. You do. You do. Yeah. So it's very cool. <laughs> he has a, he's created a new, now he is, I'm going to ask you about this book and we're going to talk about it, but I just want to point it out right now. I'm not, we're going to table it, but I just guys want you to really get something. He's created a new business category called relationship experience technology. And I'm going to table that for a second because I want him to kind of go down that. But let's first start. Peter, I can't call you Lewinsky. I just can't do it. Uh, Peter, um, <laughs> tell me about Chatbot Nation. Well, Chatbot Nation, Heather, uh, it started actually, uh, I've been, been, uh, tracking chatbots for probably the last six, seven years, my incubator in, in viral. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't, as you know, with product development life cycles, that's my background. Um, it, that we hadn't, you know, I read, uh, Moore's book back in the nineties called crossing the chasm. And in that early adopter phase, uh, that's kind of when to jump on a particular technology when it's crossed the chasm from early, early adopter to then, you know, the early adopter phase before early main street. So, when Facebook announced that they were going to um, open up their API on Facebook Messenger to chatbots, in my opinion, that was one of the big elements that caused us to cross the chasm. So that's when I started jumping in and uh, playing around with these things. That was back in uh, that was in April. Facebook announced that April 2017, and in May, I started playing around with these. So in in technology years, that was quite a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're old. I know. They said, well, you know, it's like dog years. Technology every month is like seven years. So it's it like, really yeah. is. You know, I, <laughs> I have to get, I have like, so by the way, I would listen to Jim Rohn still. Y'all remember who he is. Very, right? I love him. Yeah. He's so amazing. He really is. But, and, and rarely do I ever listen to him and go, Jim, you're just wrong. Like never. In a million years, would I ever say that Jim Rohn is wrong? And if you whippersnappers don't know who that that is, I'm not even going to go there. Just Google him. So, but I'm listening to this one, this one, t- you know, tape of him, like tape, right? It's YouTube, you can tell it's old. And he says that he's in, in California. It's like 1983. He actually says it like 1984, 1983. Wow. And then he says, he goes this whole spiel. And there's a whole point of this. Okay. I'm just, I'm, there's a point. He goes into this whole thing about how nothing's going to really change, you know? Like your life's not going to really change. Like nothing's really changed the last 10 years. You know, I think what's going to happen next year? I don't know. Nothing's really going to change. And he kind of go. the whole point of that is like in the personal development world, like your only life can change if you change. But I, I, that was the only moment I'm like, Jim, <laughs> in six months in this industry, everything's changed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I have to say, Jim, I love you and you're wrong. So t- talk to us about the future or where we're at now. Let's talk about where are we at right now in chatbots? What does that look like? And then kind of take us to sure. the future. So where we are right now is um, chatbots. We build chatbots for clients. Uh, we have people that do it themselves through Chatbot Nation. But chatbots are, they're very usable right now. Yeah, they're, I mean, you can use them for uh, lead generation, lead qualification. Uh, I have uh, consumption bots, education bots, follow-up bots. But where they are right now is they're primarily, and you're seeing this out there, a lot of internet marketers, it's really, uh, you're seeing a lot of what looks like text messaging. They're very flat. Um, they're decision treed, so they're pre-programmed, pre-canned. 
they don't really have a lot of artificial intelligence, and I'll explain what that is here in a little bit. But they're not—they're um, not intelligent. It's a kind of a yes or no, this or that. If this, then that—that that kind of thing. And we do those kinds of bots. And by the way, I will—you uh, know—let you guys all know that uh, not all, in fact, most chatbots do not need to have artificial intelligence in them because there's a specific function. So it could be lead generation um, or lead qualification that does not require um, a lot of or if any artificial intelligence. So that's where we are. Um, there's a lot of people that are using basic chatbot tools out there. But the problem uh, I'm seeing and there's getting to be some backlash in the industry is, first of all, um, this ties in with relationship experience technology. It's not a connected human experience and it is not engaging um, or what I call entertaining, and people are starting to complain and be annoyed by these chatbots. I mean, it's unfortunate, but I've seen this in every technology, usually in the continuum, especially in the early adopter phase, Heather, there usually is a backlash where people say, this is this technology is crap, I'm not going to use it, and then the phoenix rises, and hopefully that's us with RET and CUI standards, uh, where it's like, okay, this is the right way to be um, engaging people with a new technology. Because my philosophy, and I've done a lot of product development over the years, and you and I talked about this over dinner, was, you know, if you can't if you can't create technology that elevates uh, elevates the human and creates a conversation, uh, then that technology is crap. I mean, if you look at the iPhone, Google, Facebook, um, Uber. Airbnb, all of these technologies have elevated the human experience. And that's why um, they're called what we call category kings. They rule. Uh, so that's kind of basically where things are at. And then, um, you know, when you're ready, we can talk about kind of where the future is going to. Yeah. So let's talk about the pushback that happens. And I'm a definitely an early adopter kind of gal. I mean, I remember when the iPhone came <clears> out. <throat> I remember the day, you know, I didn't get one, by the way, because it was like way off my chain. I'm like, what? But my, like the guy that I went to the coffee house every morning, kind of, you know, you have your friends from the coffee house and he got yeah. one. He's like, I got one. Everyone's like, that's so stupid. Well, I like my flip phone. You know, <laughs> what about the the Blackberry? You can't put the Blackberry. Both, you yeah. can't put both your hands on it. You can't do the typewriter thing. You have the flip thing, you know, and we were like bashing him, totally bashing this guy. And he's like, I'm telling you, it's the best thing ever. I just got one. You're all going to have one. And we're like, you're so stupid. You know, so I mean. I remember sitting there at Starbucks with like, and these were these, by the way, the people that I'm talking to, one guy was like, uh, and, you know, the top, top attorney in town. And like the other guy, he's an engineer, like NASA or something. So it was like, these are just random people. These are really people that are like, you know, and they're what I call people that are smart, intelligent, and whatnot. And so I'm an early adopter. I always have been. I got an iPhone as, as fast as I possibly could. Um, I also was one of the first. I was. I remember a 1999. No kidding. 1999. Taking it back. 1999. Um, that I sent my first text message. Now, as a person across the room, it was like that person's like literally was in the room, and I'm like, I'm gonna send you a text message. Like, okay, let's try. It. Hello. I was like, did you get it? He's like, I got it. Oh my God. I'll send it back. Send it back. You know? <laughs> so I remember that. And we're like, this is revolutionary. I mean, this, I love that early adopting stage. It was the first like TDMA phone, which, you know, y'all don't know what that is either, but I, I love that. But I think you're right. There's a stage 
where, and it's really great that you said that. I never looked at it. There is a stage. Once this new technology comes, there's a huge pushback. I remember when Uber got pushed back. Uh, Uber got pushed out of Austin for a year and a half. Pushed back hard. I mean, you're mm-hmm. talking, you kicked yeah. out. Got kicked out of a city, major city. And then they had to fight back. And now it's, of course, like everyone's in love. But there is a point of this when it disrupts, when it disrupts our way of life. Yeah. We don't like it. What do you mean I'm going to get in some person's car? I don't know. What? What? I'm going to get in their Honda? Like, what if they're like some kind of killer? You know? And now it just, of course, you're going to do that. Why, why would you not do that? So it is it is a disruptive. And what are you seeing right now in the marketplace? Because I feel like you have your hand on the pulse a little more than I do. What are you seeing right now is um, how people are using it or, or abusing it? And how do you see that fixed? Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> a lot of what happens here in the problem, and I'll talk about how people are using it and abusing it in a second. Um, yeah, sure. There's actually, uh, if you ha- if you guys haven't, and I mentioned this book to Heather, if you haven't, uh, you should write this down. This book is called Play Bigger. And one of the authors is Christopher Lockett. We're actually working with him. He talks all about category design. Category design in its simplest sense is about being different, not just better. If you look at a lot of technologies, Heather, that have come out like Google, for example, Google was not the first search engine. Yahoo was huge at the time, but they did something totally different. If you look at Uber, there was taxi cabs around. Uh, They weren't just better. They were totally different. So this is where, you know, we talk about RET and CUI standards and things. Um, This is a category that we're creating that's totally different within Chatbots. So I keep telling people, and I've told you this, it's not about chatbots. It's not about many chat or any of these platforms. It's about creating this elevated experience. So what's happening now, kind of looping back, is I'm seeing and I'm hearing through a lot of my contacts, and some of these people are, you know, very tier one level people like Heather, who are telling me that, you know, some of these top internet marketers and podcasters are really starting to annoy people because they're sending out all these messages, sometimes like multiple times a day, which is a huge no-no. And they're they're flat. They're not engaging. They're shoving their marketing promotional messages down people's throat. And that's another big no-no in chatbots. Because think about this this way, Heather. You know, before this all happened, Text messaging and messaging was you did that with your friends and family, right? Mm -hmm. So now we're entering this sacred space that used to be for just, you know, key close people that you knew. And as a marketer, you have to tread very lightly uh, and you have to do something that's really fun, engaging and entertaining. Um, and I can tell you the Wilson, uh, Wilson story. I think I told you this over dinner. If everybody wants to hear that, is that, yeah, would that be something? Okay. Yeah. So th- this, this guys, this will really cement it in your mind. And we have demos, by the way. If you just go over to chabotnation.co, you can see some of the, the chatbots we've built. It'll give you a better idea and cement in your mind. But this one was pretty incredible. So this happened several months ago. We were, uh, my partner, uh, Jamie, Jamie J. I worked with Jamie J and Jared in Gaza in, in third way. Um, and what we're doing. But Jamie was on John Lee Dumas's show on Entrepreneur on Fire. You guys probably all know him. And we were talking about technology and things like that. And mm-hmm. Jamie offered a free website and a free chatbot as a contest. Okay. So Jamie, Jamie and I were talking and I said, Jamie, look, you know, again, uh, several months ago it was like light years in technology. And I said, we've got to do something 
totally different and engaging. So we talked about it and we decided that we're going to use, we're going to come up with our little uh, character, Wilson. Remember Wilson from, uh, you know, from Castaway? The, yes. Uh, the movie? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So Wilson is this talking volleyball. You guys can go over and see this. If you go over to uh, slapshotstudio.com forward slash chatbots, you can actually meet Wilson over there. So I said, I got to find out. I This was my, my experiment. And remember, this is several months ago. So this is a while back. Uh, I want to find out if we create something that's totally fun, entertain, entertaining, and kind of over the top, uh, what would happen? So we, I created this chatbot. It was like over 2,200 iterations. It's big. But I fashioned it. I was sitting there with uh, my girlfriend, Patricia, and the night before, because she likes to watch TV shows. So she was watching this game show on TV called Survivor. Have you, you ever heard of that? show of course, of course yeah so people love this it's been on for years and years so i was kind of half watching but i got this big aha i said you know what here's what we're going to do we're going to have wilson he's going to be the mc and we're going to create a a uh, survivor-like experience inside this chatbot now mind you this whole experience takes about three to five minutes to get through so like in the world of chatbots that is a long time that's like hours so we, I created this. We had a beach challenge. We had a fishing challenge, hiking challenge. But here's what happened, Heather, that blew me away. And this, this was our my big aha to what led to now what is relationship or experience technology. We had nearly 94% of the people finish the entire uh, challenge with Wilson, which is almost unheard of for that amount of uh, attention span. Then we sent them over. They had to fill out a whole page of why they wanted to win the contest, give us all their information. We had almost 70% of the people did that. But the thing that really blew me away is we had over 110 people personally write us emails and said, that Wilson guy was like super hilarious. I loved him. Do you guys got any more you know, chatbots I can look at? Or when is Wilson coming back? Because I want to hang out with him some more. So this was the whole thing of like, okay, we're on to something big where we let them choose their own journey, but it was engaging, it was educational, it was entertaining, it was fun. But at the same time, we accomplished the marketing task uh, while we did that. And we, we were tagging the people, we put them into segmentation buckets. All that stuff happened while they were just having a good time with Wilson. They knew he was a chatbot, but... He was just a lot of fun to hang out with. And, and that was the start of RET. Wow. That's pretty cool. So what's really interesting about that is, well, first, I think it's funny that we are now doing business with Wilson. Let's just stop there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a whole other world. Um, but in the world of a marketing person like myself, my, of course, my immediate response is, well, we can do, you know, we can do, we can literally start creating bots where people, it goes beyond the brand and people literally are connecting with the 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 thing, you know, the bot. Now, let me let me put into the 1980s for a second, okay? So, what was that that dog's name? The spot dot spot the spot. And I think he represent this. I'm talking about. I think he represented yeah, beer. Yeah, was he the Budweiser? dog? He was the I, Budweiser dog. Yeah, exactly. I remember him. So yeah. he was in every commercial forever, like at least a couple of years, you know. So that's what I'm talking about. Or the member where's the beef? is taking yeah. me back okay so you can imagine like a bot for where's the beef it was a grandma member it was a grandma she would like show up out yeah. of nowhere and go where's yeah. the beef or whatever like that yeah. um so you can imagine doing a chat bot for that company where you literally create you know their case it was this grandma who just says where's the beef and like they literally have this whole conversation with their character they're moving it from commercial or to into 
the, you know, what I call virtual reality. It's kind of a virtual reality world. Is it not like a virtual reality marketing? Can I just name it that? Virtual reality marketing for a second. Yeah. I mean, we, we actually, Heather, we, we, we call, we tell people it's like, you're going to have a chatbot that's from chatbot land. I mean, it's almost like this fictitious land that these chatbots exist and they're here to serve humans. So it kind of makes it fun, you know, and light. Uh, but that really is, I mean, if you think about it, um, mm-hmm. that's what a chatbot is. I mean, it's a, it's a softer service, but it should be designed to simulate human conversation. Cause, you know, I always tell people, uh, and I'll tell your listeners this, you know, look, 25 or 50 years from now, we're probably not going to have websites. We're not going to have phone apps, but we're still going to have human conversations and we're still going to have human relationships. And so whatever the technology is at the time and how it advances, it should be around how does it serve and connect and build human beings uh, and their relationships with each other. That's good technology. You know, that's really true. I'm just thinking about um, I've been I've been kind of following online for the last couple of months. A guy named Scott Adams. You've heard of him. He, he ran. Yeah. He created Dilbert. Yeah, yeah. So he has a new book he's out cool called. Guy. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. I think he's in your. I think he's in your backyard. Anyway, he re- just wrote a book called Win Bigly. It's mm-hmm. not out yet. It's coming out soon. I'm looking forward to. It. I, I pre bought it, and um, I think it's interesting. And on the cover of the book right now, it's Dilbert. He's like what up or something like. There's some kind of cartoon looking dude. <laughs> he obviously created, and I could just imagine that you know he really created an entire brand. I'm, let's just think, think for a second. He could create t-shirts. He could create, you know, any yeah. kind of products and services. And then in the chatbot on Messenger or on the site, he can start to have its conversation like, hey, how's it going? You were saying to me that what really sparked my little interest was like, websites are going away. It's no longer going to be, here's your site. It's going to be more like, hi, hi, Peter, how are you? Uh, what would you like to do today? Where Where would you like to yeah. go today? It's more like an interaction versus just this kind of plain site. And the person you were yeah. talking to who you told who you and I both know, Jamie J, he's so awesome. I can just imagine his face when you're like, uh, what are going away? He's like, <laughs> what? Him out. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. I could just see him doing that. So, and I, I'm the same way. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, but I do know things change. I remember when AOL, you've got mail. Where are they? Where are yeah. they? Where, where is the you've got mail guy? You know what I mean? It's now Google. I remember when Google got started, we're like, this whole Google, whatever that thing is. Yeah. What do you mean they're giving away email? Huh? <laughs> you know? So it changes. And then well, all of a sudden people own it. And then next thing you know, we're all we're doing is talking to chatbots. But let's talk about the future. How okay. do you in this RET, this new way, how does a company, we're, we're entrepreneurs over here. We're small business owners. How do we say, okay, that sounds cool, Peter, but like, how do, like, what do we do? How does that work? I mean, how do I start now? You feel like you're talking a lot about the future. How do you start now? Yeah. So how, how so that's a really good question, Heather. How you start now is um, there's a couple different ways. I mean, if you guys want to go over to my website, chatbotnation.co, uh, basically you just go to their homepage and there's a button that says start here. And uh, you can you can learn about how to do it yourself or we, we build bots uh, to create a whole interactive experience using RET. So that's that's a way to like just to get started. I have several demos up there that you can look at to really get an idea because that's a that's a key thing. I mean, you're hearing about this, but until you actually see a demo, I showed how they're a demo, um, and you know every time we show them, they're they're kind of mind blowers. So uh, 
we can develop for multi-channel. So we develop for websites, uh, customer service rep type bots. We develop for Facebook Messenger. We can do multi-channel for Slack, Kick, WhatsApp, WeChat, Telegram, all of the, depending on where you are in the world, um, we can develop different apps, um, chatbot apps for those kinds of things. So I will say this, I can, I guess to really cement it for people and uh, Heather is, mm-hmm. and you mentioned this and, and uh, you picked up on it right away because I know you're a really smart lady. The thing about it is, is that this is about creating an interactive experience, a brand experience, um, using the chatbot to create that interactive environment. So let's let's talk about some concrete examples of, yeah. to get your mind going like, well, okay, well, but how does that apply to my business? So let's take, uh, we have a client. They are a craft brewer okay. up in the Pacific Northwest, and they do both bottle, but they're doing cans. So they're in a, like 30, 30 different grocery store chains. They're in the Seattle Mariners, uh, Safeco Field. But they're wanting to go overseas um, to Asia and to Europe. So what I proposed to them is I said, look, we're going to create a whole interactive experience. So it's not about just your beer. It's about this interactive experience. So think about it like Starbucks, right, Heather? Yeah. Starbucks is not your home. It's not your office. It's a third place, right? Because yes. after all, we're paying over $2 for brown water, what we call coffee, right? So right. it's not about that brown water. It's about the experience that Starbucks starbucks brings so if you think about that in terms of a chatbot think about now with the beer thing i told him i said now look this is what we're going to do remember the movie um willy wonk on the chocolate factory heather of course yeah right we all love that as kids it's uh and they you know in the movie they got i got the golden ticket right and it right. was a big contest and i said what we're going to do is we're going to put these things they have messenger codes that are kind of like qr codes that you can scan with your iphone or your android phone and up pops the chatbot, okay, like in Facebook Messenger in the Messenger app, right? So I said, we're going to put these stickers, and we're going to stick them under the plastic tops of the six-pack can. So what this does is it creates pull distribution, right? Mm-hmm. So we do what's called a lightning strike, which is in the book Play Bigger. If you guys read that, you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And we're going to create this whole lightning strike around this in the new market you're coming into with this contest, the golden ticket. So they have to buy the beer. They have to take it home. They're pulling off the plastic top and they're scanning the code to see if they won the golden ticket. Now golden that ticket. they were like, go ahead. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I just, I, I mean, I'm taking me back right to my kid, the golden ticket, you know, yeah. I could just, it's, but I could see the excitement in that. So what did, uh, what were the results of this? Well, so we're in, we're in the planning stages right now because they're working out distribution to go over there, but that's what we're doing. Cause they, they about, fell out of their chair in the restaurant when I said this to them. They said, oh, my God, this is going to be, this is going to create a, this is going to blow it up. And I said, yes, it will. Yeah. I, I got this from back, you know, um, we talk about the old times. I remember when I was a kid, <laughs> uh, the Chiquita banana had the little NFL football stickers. And I always bugged my mom to buy the bananas because I want to get all 26 NFL teams and put them on my little wood board that I had made, right? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's the same for kind the of sticker. thing. <laughs> yeah, those little stickers. That was the technology back then, right? But now we have these messenger codes. So, so that's one example. Another example to really kind of get your creative juices going is I was talking to, um, we're, I'm actually uh, on the advisory board for a company called Brand Truth. And they work with companies like Apple, Nike, Under Armour, things like that. And 
So I had talked to a large clothing company. They do a lot of T-shirts, uh, and they do like travel-based T-shirts or dog lover T-shirts. And I said, look, here's the thing. If you put, you could even do, you remember uh, Where's Waldo, the books Where's Waldo? Of course, yeah. Yeah, with the little, the little red and white knit cap. I said, you could do a little messenger code where it's buried somewhere within your shirt design for travel shirts, for example. And they could find the code, they scan it, and now this shirt is no longer a shirt. It's a whole interactive experience about, let's say it's about Rome. And here's, you know, here's a place you can go in Rome and here's some history and here's some travel sites. And by the way, here's your travel agents that you could, you could uh, schedule your travel with. And that could be an affiliate play for somebody. And they were like, Oh my God. See, this is the thing about with chatbots is it's not about the chatbot. It's not about that. It's about this, this relationship, this RET creating mm-hmm. this whole interactive experience. It's humanized. It's fun. It's educational. That brings people in and takes them on a journey, almost like a video game. Uh, and that's what's so powerful about this. And that's a couple examples there, Heather, where, you know, people, if you're thinking about it, just think about how do I create an interactive experience that represents my brand? We can certainly talk with you about that. You know, you can go over to chatbotnation.co and schedule a discovery call with us and we'll take you through this journey. Um, we're going to be talking with Heather about that for her own Sexy company. boss bot. Yeah, sexy boss bot. Yeah, yeah man. But that? it'll be pretty amazing. We have fully talking animated characters. We can actually create a, a Heather bot, um, you know, for her to represent her brand. But just a lot of fun. And when you start engaging and interacting with your customers or clients this way, you're going to see something that you have not seen before. And we're we're still, Heather, getting over 80% open rates and over 60% click-through rates. And if you compare that, like you said at the beginning of the show, to email, uh, 60% is like 30 times what you normally get with email. And it's my personal mission to kill email uh, coming up in the future. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love that. It's my personal mission to kill email. <laughs> well, I, I hate email. I, I'm just here. I put it on record. I hate I email. email. Yeah, I know. I got that. I I. I I completely understand that. And the only way I can get a hold of you is text or messenger, which, by the way, is accurate nowadays. It's it's, yeah. it's kind of the thing now, you know. So I get that, but it's, I just think it's funny. I remember about a year ago. I think it was about a year, maybe a year and a half ago. You know, I obviously do a lot of business online. Most of the people that I work and communicate and connect with and friends and whatnot are online. And I remember someone's like, "Why don't you just message me?" And I thought to myself, "Messengers for for like." talking to your friends like private stuff i don't know i just felt yeah. like it wasn't business now I, you know you can literally have your entire business on just messenger you know yeah. so people like oh connect me instead of doing an email connect they'll be like oh i'll just message you oh, i'll do this message connection thing so um it's definitely moving in that direction but i love the fact that you've you're moving forward on this bot and the book again is play bigger because it's super awesome you didn't write it but it 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 understands where you're headed. So I love that. And then where else, you said it already, but I want you to repeat it. Where can they go? If they're like, wow, I love this. I think we could really use this on um, our company or our site. Where can they go and, and have a conversation with you? Yeah. If you just go to uh, chatbotnation.co, just uh, at the top of the page and down at the bottom of the page, you can just click on a button and schedule a discovery call. We have a complete process that we go through with our clients, uh, but this discovery call is the very first one that really helps to cement kind of understanding what you guys do in your business. Uh, what are your different marketing and sales channels right now? 
And we then can uh, propose some interactive experience ideas using relationship experience technology. And some of these conversational user interface standards, Heather, that uh, we're creating, they don't exist. I mean, used to be, right, first we did the, the whole human ergonomics in the 80s. Then in the, tw- in the 2000s, it was graphical user interface. And now it's conversational user interfaces. And I'm doing this uh, building bots uh, and actually with the back-end analytics, testing things to see what's working, what's not. That's probably a whole other show because it gets into the whole neuroscience aspect, which I have a lot of experience in. And how does the brain work? And how do you incorporate that kind of um, that science into, uh, into chatbots? Um, it's pretty fascinating stuff. I love it. And it is revolutionary. So if you're a... If you own a business, you have a website. <laughs> um, more, but more importantly, I think this is really revolutionary with products or um, they have a brick and mortar, I think, you know, yeah. because especially the product with the beer, I love that. For me, for me, I always think that um, alcohol in general, beer can feel like they can kind of push and burger joints can kind of push things a little bit beyond. And they're the first ones to kind of break through things. Uh, so I think it's really cool that you're working with them. So I think it would be really great with products um, as well as a brick and mortar conversation, Yeah, you know, so yeah. um, really awesome to so reach out to Peter. And uh, again, I just really thank you. So coming out here, you're revolutionizing, revolutionizing everything. So um, watch out for sexy boss bot. <laughs> Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> the Heather Sexy Boss bot. You'll be interacting with her soon. You can check me out at uh, actually at facebook.com forward slash Heather Havenwood. And I actually already have kind of a bot going. So check it out. See if you like it. Give me some feedback. Um, and uh, all right, Peter, thank you so much for your time. And all right, talk to you soon. Thank you, Heather. I'm uh, really happy I was able to be on your show. I appreciate it very much. You're welcome. Are you frustrated by the weight you can't lose? One sneaky ingredient goes by 61 different names and isn't required on food labels, but it could be causing those stubborn pounds to stay stuck. That extra weight is not your fault. A new report, The Hidden Culprit Sabotaging Your Weight Loss, is available now at heathercleanliver.com, reveals this ingredient and how it's preventing you from losing weight. If you're struggling and you want to break free from dieting misery, visit Heather's cleanliver.com right away and get your free report. It's an eye opener. What you don't know could be hurting you. The extra weight is not your fault. Visit heathercleanliver.com Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook, when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy, that is S-E-X-Y, to 7200, and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.